Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. That's the 90 minutes from wherever you are. Linz, what do you got? All right. So for all of you that want to defend uh, Justin Timberlake's street cred, uh, maybe you should watch something else instead. The uh, Millie Vanilli documentary, which came out on yesterday, I believe it was, Tuesday, yeah. on Paramount Plus, and it's just called Millie Vanilli, and it's really, really good. Laura and I both saw it, and man, it's just crazy how bad those guys got dragged for basically the same thing that like record companies and labels, whatever, just do on the now, regular All nowadays. the time now. Right. But well, back then it wasn't what'd a thing. Dra- what'd they get dragged for? Because the basically it was like the lip syncing scandal. Because well, isn't it, But isn't it, I'm just asking because I haven't seen it yet. I thought it was more like somebody lip syncs is one thing, but they were not the actual artists singing the songs. They, they were not lip syncing face guys, right? Correct. However, do you really think that two poor guys who grew up in the projects and one of them was homeless at the time came up with the plan to like market themselves and have some you know million dollar singer with his great voice like sing a record for them and put all that together and make it blow up do you really think that those guys thought of that um i don't but that's i mean i kind of did when i was younger because i didn't know any better really you thought like Like when i was a younger kid scheme when i didn't know the details of it but like Mm -hmm. i guess now that you realize like what actually happened that they took these guys and they were like, oh, these guys are really good looking. They could be like pop stars. Ooh, they can't really sing, though. Let's hire someone else to make it look like it's them singing. And it's this big, huge thing. You know, like they put a lot. and It's just crazy. Well, the producer was known for that. And yes. even though even though people knew that, they still dragged them. And even after he threw them under the bus, he did it again Anyways, yeah, and he's still, you know, nothing really happened to this he, guy. He tried to be like, oh well, I didn't. We didn't know anything about it. This million dollar, they made so much money off of those guys, and they like tried to. They did play it off like we didn't know that that wasn't really them. And it's like, oh, okay, How could they it was not known. Exactly, studio? exactly. No, 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 what it? So there's two different things with it. So it was the producer who came up with the scheme in Germany, and then when they came to. Arista Records here in the States, Clyde Davis, you know, was like, oh, I didn't know. But well, then now... He said he didn't, but then when they... but He interviewed he, people now. Yeah, he, like, they, yeah, they all knew. They all knew because they... <laughs> the funny thing is how they got caught was this poor assistant, like assistant manager, was like, oh, they're really good. Like, he was the only guy that, like, of the whole scheme that wasn't in on it. And it's like, oh, they're really good. Someone should nominate them for a Grammy. And they were like, oh, no, they they can't win a Grammy. Like, oh, shut up, guy. Like, don't do anything. Like, no, that's not a thing. This dude, like, went through these lengths to call, like, the Grammy Association and find out what you need to do to nominate someone for a Grammy. Like, thinking he was doing them a solid. And it turned out that, like, that was... That was what ended up getting Causing them caught. The problem, yeah, right. because like, Girl, you know it's true. What's crazy? Oh, oh, I love you. What's crazy is like uh, Laura and I were saying, uh, like the uh. dude can sing. Can? Fab, yeah, Fab. Fab, he can oh, sing. Oh no, he can. I well, yeah. I, I've seen the behind the music on VH1 back when they used to have yeah. those things. I mean, I probably VH1? saw it like twenty five years ago, mm. and the, the one guy had already, you know, unfortunately, you know, uh, took his life. Right. Mm. 
Um, but the, the the one who was left, I forgot, Rob Fab. or Fab or whoever, right, um, proved that he could sing, yes, on, on that VH1 uh, episode of Behind the Music. VH1. Oh, I don't think still VH1, VH1 still does Behind the Music, though. They do. Know, but, they do. Yeah. They show them on Paramount Plus, actually, because that's who owns VH1 and MTV. Oh. There's right, a whole me, bunch of them. But let me say something to you guys. You know, everybody's telling me now I got to go see this Millie Vanilli doc. It's really, really good, and it's, okay. just, it's just like a good cautionary tale because... Again, they do that all the time nowadays with like auto tune and stuff. A lot of yeah. these guys I mean, can't sing all that good. There's a yeah. lot, like there's a lot in there in the music industry and what they do, and unfortunately, what they do to exploit black artists and it sucks, you know. And I, I, there's a lot more that I feel like was left back in the day that, like to Lindsay's point, she's like, I thought they came up with all of this. Turns out it wasn't them, and it was somebody else. Okay, but um, just a quick question here, as far as Paramount Plus goes. Um, do I got to pay for that? Yes. Yes. Okay, come on, man. <laughs> Girl, you know it's true. Seriously, but, Gabby? Uh, they oh, got the new Top Gun. All by right. the way, Julie Brown, <laughs> what do I say? Downtown Julie Brown like had a thing for both of them. Oh, yeah. The Clearly. The I mean, time, I don't know. I don't know. All I'm saying is the way that she spoke about them, mm. it was almost like she was speaking about like two of her long lost loves. Like, oh. She was just so, so into them. about most every time. That's hot. Somebody Millie, said Vanilli, that, and Downtown Julie Brown, that is freaking hot. Somebody said that you can get it for free, the Paramount Plus, with the code uh, Millie Vanilli. I don't know if that's true, because I didn't have to Oh, no, it. you can get it for like a week or something. Yeah. Because I, I got to tell you guys, man. You, know, you I, can see it. It's just on, like though. reading a movie, Cap. I know, so, Cap, but just do, know. It, just do the code. I know, yeah, but baseball, Millie here's Vanilli. the thing. I mean, I told you, you know, I, I honestly, I turned on my TV the other day. I see Netflix. I'm looking at Netflix. I'm like, Why? Why do I have Netflix? I don't even watch Netflix. Why Dude. do I have HBO Max? Why do I have it? I hate Netflix. They kicked me out of like the family account because the Wi-Fi. God, you know it's true. So mean. Ooh, 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 ooh. ooh. I love you. Uh, I mean, uh, Fab uh, can sing, uh. but Rob could not. Yeah, and he Rob, was the one that they like yeah. that they put out there as the singer of the two, and the other, and and Fab was more of the ro- the, the rapper. rapper. And like Fab, when he tried to, um, I mean Rob, when he tried to sing like on live TV, it he was, was like, "Girl, you know it's true." Like it was so bad. Yeah, well, the man killed. So which one so is so the one that's alive nice. right now? Yeah. Fab. Yeah. Fab, Fab. Like he still got the same look too. He looks the, the same. So good. He looks great. You got he any looks money? great. His yeah. family well, is super yeah, cute. Wearing a bandana, everything. Yeah, he looks great. Good. So watch, watch it on Paramount Plus. I'll watch it at some point. I don't um, know about it's too many tonight. games. Too yeah. many games on right now. I got to study. College football is just hard. I got to study. I got things to do. Like it just, it's hard. Cappy, did you have a crush on Downtown Julie Brown? I love Downtown Julie I Brown. You would. I liked Martha Quinn. Um, yeah. I liked She's Nina Blackwood. Nerdy. I mean, I like I like all the VJs. Daisy Fuentes. Although I love oh, Daisy, Daisy Fuentes. Fuentes. Daisy Fuentes, yo. Downtown Not. Julie Brown said that Millie Vanilli had the best buns in the biz. That's how they she introduced that, them. They also had that really good dance move. You know what I mean? Where it was <laughs> yeah. one, two, one, two, three. Wait. One, two, one, two, three. If you, you know? look back at the footage, it's funny how like they that was like their main move. And it's funny how they were like, oh, they were like such innovative dancers. But right. well, they were dancers. They were. They were legit dancers. But it's just it's it's just interesting to see how much dancing has evolved, I guess. Oh really? Yeah. Well, it was the early of, 90s. of dancing, really. You know. so. Um what has evolved is our conversation about the Lakers, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, Cappy, you want to reset the whole thing? Or? I do, because here's what I mean, I'm trying to get at. Like, okay. listen. I we don't have this, a lot of time to I reset. Understand. We just spent 10 minutes on Millie Vanilli. Well, I mean, we spent 14 minutes earlier today on Britney Spears. Right. 
Look, we're bad at clock management today. Terrible. All I'm saying is, is that um, I actually thought that the Dodgers should not have pitched Clayton Kershaw in the entire first half of the season. No joke. I think LeBron James needs the organization to save him from himself because he wants to win every game, I'm sure. And so, you know, last night when, when he's asked after the game, hey, dude, you only played 29 minutes. I mean, it almost sounds as if he's not on board with the plan. But LeBron, you got to be on board with the plan because you got to be there at the end, not hurt all season long. So limit the minutes. But I just find it funny the way he kind of makes it seem like it's not my choice. I'm not, I don't really like it. So go ahead and play the whole thing. Let's hear it. I mean, I always want to be on the floor, especially when you got an opportunity to, you know, win a game or you feel like you can make an impact. But um, I guess there's a system in place and, you know, got to follow it. LeBron, are, are you or were you surprised by the minutes thing today and are you upset over it? No, I'm not surprised. I already talked to I talked to coach and we already had a game plan going into game one. So I'm not surprised or upset. There you go. Uh, right. He knew, and his trainer, Mike Mancias, who's been with him since 2005, also knew. Yeah, but- Doesn't mean he has to like it. They can all, like, it's, again, it's the thing of, like, you know what's best for you, but you don't have to like it. Yeah. I just thought that, like, last night, I'm like, come on, LeBron, it's game one, man. Like, like you, it, it, that game to me, you should be willing to sacrifice that game because you don't need to win it. It's game one. What you need is to play less and have more in the tank later on. Let us help you protect yourself from yourself. Does that make any sense? Mm-hmm. That should be on a T-shirt also. Protect yourself from yourself. Yeah. I actually would wear that T-shirt because that would mean a lot for me. Yeah. I'd love to but, protect myself But I think it's myself. just that. I think he knows it's the right way to do it. I just don't think he loves the idea of doing it. Yeah. It's just I, listen, almost- I... I, I, who did I have this conversation with the other day about this, about this minutes thing? It was before the season started. I don't remember who it was, but, oh, was it Ramona? I don't know. It was somebody, and I said, yeah, good luck with that. He's not going to love that. Well, I mean, at some point, it won't take long in my opinion, but at some point he'll be like, yeah, tonight 29 minutes, and then he'll look at the score and he'll look at how much time is left, and he'll walk to the scorer's table on his own and put himself back in the game. That's what I expect. You always I do. love the drama. I, oh, I do. And that's why I loved it after game one last night. Well, I remember last year after game one is the laser comment. Oh, that's right. We don't got no lasers. They didn't. He's right. They yeah. finished 21st in the league mm-hmm. in lasers. They got lasers now? Mm, they have a little more lasers. They have more lasers, but they don't have, like, a lot of lasers. Mm-hmm. They got, like, you know. It's like... um. They got like lasers enough from like a like a like a ship from like you know like that's like five or ten years old. Not like a new ship with a lot of lasers, you know. Not a lot of lasers, huh? Yeah, like they got some. And here's the thing: like Laker fans are all excited about Torian Prince because he hit a bunch of he was a laser yesterday, hit a bunch mm-hmm. of shots. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's the problem about basketball, Cappy. Let me hear the problem with basketball. Tell me. Most people don't know what they're watching on defense. You people don't know what you're watching. You you guys are like a bunch of amateurs. You don't know what you're even looking at. I'm just saying most people don't know what they're watching on defense. And by the way, I was one of those people for many years until I was just around the game more. And coaches and players and scouts and et cetera 
GMs have been like, this is what you need to look for on in these situations. And now I see the game differently because of that. But it took years of being around these people to see it that way. Because I looked at the box score 15 years ago, and I would have said, yeah, Torian Prince, baller. But I, 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 you know? I hated the fact that he started the game last night. Why? That's a whole other story for for another segment. But what what do you what's wrong with Torian Prince starting? Who are they going to start instead? I honestly Rui? feel yes. I feel like like even if it was just a symbolic, but you could move, have just pl- you could have just played him more. Is what you could have. Done. All, I'm just really all I'm saying is just from a from a hey th- this is our core of guys. These were the guys who were with us last year. These were the guys that helped us get to the Western Conference Finals last year. Just symbolically speaking, I would have started Rui last night over I, Prince. I mean, I guess. I don't know. It doesn't really make a difference. To no, it doesn't really make a difference. I'm just saying that I just I would have rather have started Rui because I think those are your five core guys. Yeah. I would have liked them to play Rui more. Like, if I had a criticism of that one game, if we're really going to start to dissect it, I feel like he didn't play bigger lineups more, which is what I think you need to do against Denver. But that's just me. All right. Well, that is I you. mean, D'Angelo Russell to me is... Just, I don't know. I, I don't know if he's long for this team. How about that pass late in the game where he rolled the ball and got picked, and then LeBron kind of giving it to him. And by the way, LeBron being mic'd was awesome. You know, hearing what he had to say to D'Angelo Russell about where to get him the ball and how his he has to be able to see everything. That was really cool. LeBron talking to uh, Coach Prime. What's what's his uh, kid's name? Um, Shador, Shador Sanders, and then the other kid Hunter, and like hugging it out. And like those guys are trying to act cool. Like LeBron's coming over to hug it out with them, and they're trying to act cool. And then it's LeBron walks away. They're like, "Oh damn! Oh, the king!" It was cool, man. I loved it. You just want LeBron to hug you. Oh, it's going to happen this year for sure. Never. It will happen this year. Faux shizzle. Never in a million years. You, you watch. Oh, yeah. You faux wait. shiz, faux shiz. That's right. That's right. Faux shiz, faux shiz. Hi, copy. All right, let me have a second here to tell everybody about East Central. What do you think about that? Sure. How about this coming up next, though? Let me tease. Yeah. I want to ask you. Hmm. And the circle of trust. I'd love them to answer this as well. Okay, go ahead. A question about the three teams that people here care about most when it comes to the National Football League. I'm going to ask a question that you're going to need to really put some thought into about the Chargers, the Raiders, and the Rams. Okay? Okay. It's coming up next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thank you, Chris. I didn't know it was Thursday already. I would have uh, been gone already. 
It's okay, Chris. You're sick, though. Anyways, I wanted to play Miley Cyrus Wrecking Ball because Funchy and I worked the Lakers post game yesterday, and I feel like everybody came in a little hot. And I'm like, guys, it's one game. Relax. We're going to be okay. How was the post game, by the way? It was great. Shout out to Beto. Did an amazing job. The phone lines were lit. People were excited. I loved it. I think it's a, you know, it's 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 a little different. It's new. It's vibey. I like it. I listened a little bit last night on the app. You did? Why don't you call in? Um, I don't know. I guess I was just well, kind he of wasn't allowed. Listen. Why don't you call in? No, I was, um, let's see. I, I listened to a little bit of the game on the app last night. I was like, you know what? This nice. is so cool now that you can listen to the game on the app. So I listened in for a little bit and then I wanted to hear Beto in the post game. So nice job, man. Excited yeah, for everybody. He did a great job. So, you know, like I said, it's not over people. It's one game. And, uh, yeah, that's why I want to play the song. I mean, that and because uh, those mimosas came in like a wrecking ball on Monday. But, you know, oh, it's really? a whole different situation. Mm-hmm. Just relax. You heard what she said. Yeah. Relax. It's relax. like like Aaron Rodgers said. Relax. Eh, that's relax. Same. Relax. Hey, George, uh, quick point of information. Somebody uh, sent me a message. We were talking to JT the Brick earlier. I realize that's an hour ago. The Raiders play the Lions on Monday Night Football, and I mentioned that the Chargers were playing the Bears on Monday, but that's actually on Sunday Night Football. Actually, those are kind of dog games, aren't they? Sunday Night Football, you got the Chargers and the Bears, and then Monday Night, you got the Raiders and the Lions. I mean, I'll be watching them both, but those are kind of dog games, frankly. Yeah, they're pretty terrible. Mm-hmm. Although, you never know. I mean, the Raiders' defense is, can keep them in the games. Well, listen, remember a couple of weeks ago when the Cleveland Browns knocked off the then-undefeated San Francisco 49ers? Oh. And um, let me see. And then who beats uh, Philadelphia? I'm trying to remember who beat Philly. Um, knocked them off. Oh, that, the Jets. When they, when, oh, right, the Jets. So you had, you had two what you consider to be very mediocre AFC teams beat two of the upper echelon NFC teams. So maybe, I mean, maybe the Raiders beat the Lions in Detroit. Maybe. Um, Cappy, Robert Wilkins in the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust says, Ch- Chargers, Raiders, Rams, you missed one, Sedano. How about them Cowboys? Especially this week. Especially this week with the Rams playing the Cowboys. I would say that is a team that that a lot of fans in Southern California do care about. National following, but training camp in Oxnard. So I'll I'll give the Cowboys a little bit. I'll go for that. Uh, So if you had to pick between the Rams, the Raiders, and the Chargers, and you had to guarantee that one of them would make the playoffs, right? Mm -hmm. Like if I told you, you you have to pick one at least Mm -hmm. to make the Mm -hmm. playoffs, Mm -hmm. which one of those three would you pick? Easy. I mean, easy. I don't even have to think about it. It's easily the Rams. Me too. And I'll I'll tell you why. Like what comes to mind right away? The division. Uh, Well, I wasn't even going there. You ready for this? Of the three teams you just mentioned, Raiders, Rams, Chargers, let me ask you, who has the best coach? Uh, The Rams. By the way, shout out to Coach McVay. Oh, yes, J.J. McVay. Coach's baby has arrived. Yeah. Mazel tov to uh, Coach McVay and Mrs. McVay and little baby McVay. Mazel tov to you, Coach. See? Hey, so look, the Rams have the best coach of the three teams. And then let me ask you another question. Who has the best quarterback of the three teams? The Chargers. Okay, I'm going to disagree. I would say I would take Matthew Stafford right now. And listen, you may tell me that Justin Herbert may eventually have a better career. All I'm saying is this. If you ask me who I had to wager on, um, I take Matthew Stafford right now over Justin Herbert. And you may argue and go, he's not a better quarterback. He's older. He's been hurt a lot. All true. All true. He's got a Super Bowl. 
Can't take that from him. And Justin Herbert has one playoff appearance, and he had a 27-0 lead at halftime, and he blew it. And subsequently, the man has gone two games in his last three games and hasn't scored a point in the second half. And he has all these fourth-quarter interceptions on his record. So to me, the best, I'll put it this way, the best quarterback uh, slash coach combo belongs to the Rams. What do you think? Am I making a compelling case? If you right, if you make the caveat of the coach too, sure. Okay. What do you think? You say the Rams also. Yeah, I think the Rams have the easier division. Okay. And I think that they have the easier conference by a mile too. I don't think the NFC I mean Philly's good, the Niners are good even though they've been struggling and uh, you know, Brock Purdy's kind of come back down to earth making the wrong kinds of noises, if you know mm. what I mean. I do. Yeah. Yeah, it's more like the noise you made that one time. No, not that one. Oh, the AB one. That one. Right. Yeah, that's 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 Brock Purdy nowadays. Yeah, well, two interceptions. That's what he was in that Vikings game. All right, so but, look, so look, the Rams though, George, you got the Niners. Who you right, but are right? there any other good teams like teams you say for sure like they're good? Like, do the Lions are legit good, or do I, you just like hoping they're good? No, I think the Lions are good. I mean, they're five and two. Um, it doesn't mean that that they're great. I mean, you I mean they just at, got the blow the doors blown off them. Hundred percent. But they did beat the Chiefs early in the season. Right, okay. but no Kelsey. Okay, but. I mean, you you say that and it makes me giggle because it reminds me of uh, Mike Tirico that night going, put an asterisk next to this one. There's no Kelsey, so, you know, that doesn't really count. They beat him. It was a 21-20 game. Um, they don't have the Lions like some overly impressive win, but I keep mentioning that the better AFC teams seem to be beating the better NFC teams and even the lesser, the Jets and the, and the, the, the uh, Browns beating upper echelon NFC teams. So, I look, put it this way. If the Raiders beat the Lions on Monday Night Football in Detroit, I will not think that the Lions are any good. But for now, I'm going to hold on at 5-2. And, mm-hmm. and over the next couple of weeks, the Lions play the Raiders, the Chargers, and the Bears, and the Packers, who are terrible. Mm-hmm. But if I look around the NFC, yeah, San Francisco, Philadelphia, Detroit is behind them, Dallas is behind them, so, um, yeah, I don't think the NFC is very good. I don't think it's very deep. I give the Rams a legitimate chance even after losing this game this past weekend. On the AFC side, neither the Chargers nor the Raiders have any chance to win the division with the Chiefs there. Baltimore looks good, especially well, here, after Well, here's the thing. Did. Like, so a friend of mine asked me, like, okay. the, uh, a question, like a Dolphins fan who's, like, question. depressed right now because mm-hmm. they lost to the Eagles or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um... And he's like, he asked me a question. Because, you know, everybody goes through this thing with Tua where it's like, oh, is he really that good? Is he not that good? So he asked me, out of Tua, Burrow, and Herbert. like Tua, it, Burrow, and Herbert, okay. Right. They, he asked me this question. Um, he says, if you could redraft today, Burrow, Tua, or Herbert. And I said, does Mike McDaniel get to coach any of these guys? And he said, sure, why not? And I said, if Mike McDaniel is coaching any of these guys, I would want Justin Herbert because I think he's the most naturally gifted of those three guys. Um, I would probably go Burrow to uh, Herbert. Because you love the intangibles of Joe Burrow. Well, I just, I, and, and listen, I don't, the thing about Burrow is, is jo- that he's jo- hurt Justin too. Justin Herbert needs real coaching on the offensive side. Yeah, but, but George, hold on one second. Before we go there, the Chargers said. He's regressing that, right now. I agree. The Chargers said 
that Kellen Moore is going to be the difference maker, and, well, and Kellen he's Moore going did, backwards. Did, did, did often did coordinate a number one offense in the league, but he I I don't think at least early on has not paid dividends for Justin Herbert. He's he's gone backwards statistically, correct? No doubt. No. And doubt. honestly, I don't even think just statistically. I think he's making mistakes that I had not seen him make really ever. Really, like even when he was a rookie. Well, he, they, they find themselves oftentimes in desperate situations, and that's where you're paying a quarterback $50 million to right, come up clutch, and he hasn't he, done it. He's pay, Right. He's like 14-21 and 21 in game one-score games in the fourth quarter, and he's played in more one-score games than anybody So because they're asking too much of him at times. Well, the other problem is, is that, and, and you know, listen, when we ask the question of who would you take of the three teams to make it to the playoffs, the Chargers, the Raiders, or the Rams – the Raiders, at least you think, have a pretty solid defense. The Chargers, and I don't know if you've looked at any of these numbers, the Chargers have, statistically, one of the worst defenses in the entire NFL. Their head coach is supposed to be a defensive guru, and since 2021, they are almost last in every single category. Points per game, yards per game, rushing yards per game, passing yards per game, third down conversions that they give up, chunk plays of 40 and 50 yards, the Chargers are almost dead last in every single category. Mm-hmm. Why did they hire Brandon Staley? Why did they put so much money into this defense? To get those results? And then you're asking a quarterback to do all the work to make up for the mess. I would take, I would take the, the Rams to make it to the playoffs first. I'd give the Raiders a better chance than the Chargers, and the Chargers would get my bronze medal. You buying this? Mm. You still got the Raiders ahead of the? Are you still got the Chargers ahead of the Raiders? Yeah. No. Why not? Didn't they win head to head? Uh barely. That's right. Um, so what? <laughs> so one game determines that that. One I'm team... just saying. Like I feel like they're just. I mean, you don't I mean, think they they're had, better? Like they are they better on quarter- paper? They had a rookie quarterback starting his first ever game. The Raiders did in that game. It was pretty darn close too. Okay, I mean, so what? I mean, your boy Tyler Badgett or whatever his name is. Bajent. Uh, Come on, get this kid's name right, man. Bajent. Put some respect on his name. Yeah. yeah. I love I love him. Tyson Bajent. I love this guy. Is it Tyson or Tyler? It's Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? I'm like 95% sure. Somebody check me. <laughs> Somebody check me on that. And is it his Bajent? <laughs> yeah, I think it's, I think it's pronounced Bajent. Bajent. I don't know. Bajent. All I know, all I know is he's my favorite player. It is player. Tyson. Tyson Bajan. Yeah. yeah. He's my favorite player in the NFL. Yeah. Undrafted Shepherd University. Free agent, right, from yeah. Shepherd University, whose dad is an all-time arm wrestling superstar known as the Beast. Love this guy. And his dad. Old Pops. Yep. Old Pops is a young guy, man. All the Cowboy fans, by the way, are coming out in the circle of trust. Now now Crypto Ray is all out about the Cowboys. Listen, the Cowboys are not going anywhere either. Okay. Oh, really? Like, you think they're going to win? Like, you think they're better than the Eagles? No, I don't think they're better than the Eagles. But, you know, I think that San Francisco, Philadelphia, Detroit, and Dallas, I would say those are your top four teams. I'd say Detroit and Dallas are a few steps behind. And, again, like I said, we'll find out more about Detroit. But I think that Dallas, this is interesting. See, if the Rams go on the road and beat the Cowboys, then we're going to look at the Rams more seriously as a playoff contender, and we're going to honestly probably down on the Cowboys thereafter. 
So, Crypto Ray, you better hope your Cowboys beat the Rams this weekend. Yeah, Crypto Ray. That's all I'm saying, man. Come on, General. All right, Cappy. We got to take a break. Yeah, we do. We got to do big deal or no deal. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Thanks, Christopher. All right, Lindsay, you take it away. Well, first, Cappy's going to take it away. Hey, listen, um, I got to tell everybody that whole Sunday swagger thing, and then tomorrow, I mean, I'll be rocking the newest Sunday swagger out at Yamava. There's a new promo code. I was worried about this. There is a new promo code. It's really, really easy. It's just 710. So if you go to sundayswagger.com and you use the promo code 710, you'll save 15% off all your brand new stuff. So go hit that website, sundayswagger.com, and use our promo code 710 to save 15%. There you go. Uh, your B, right? But now you're good. It is my B, and I will take full responsibility for that. Well, it's yeah. also my B for not changing it on the copy. Oh, you see, I was trying Everybody's to protect B. you from that. Double B. B's, triple B. But we got it. All right. My bad, y'all. Code 710. All right. So we've been talking about USC and how they lost their second straight game on Saturday night, falling to Utah. And guess what? Lincoln Riley was a no-show for his weekly radio show this no week, way. failing to appear to discuss the recent setback. The head coach blamed the absence on feeling under the weather, but nobody is really buying that because now with USC's title hopes likely gone and many calling for Caleb Williams to just sit out the rest of the year, people think that Lincoln Riley is just kind of like checked out of LA and USC and maybe he's going to go to the NFL and all these other rumors. So do you think that... But why Link- would you take him if you're in an NFL team? Right. Why is there this assumption that he's like a shoe in automatic, well, like everybody wants him? Well, that's why I want to ask you, is this a big deal or no deal? I mean, I guess it's a deal. I don't know if it's a big deal. It's definitely not no deal, but it's not... I don't know if it's a big deal. But yeah, like... I, Clearly, it's been a rough time. And maybe he's taking up for Caleb. Maybe he's not. Uh, maybe he's taking up for his players. Maybe he's not. Maybe he's just, you know, a little bit of a, you know, he's a little chapped, you know, based on what's transpired over the last couple of weeks. Maybe it's a combination of all those things. And uh, look, man, I-, I just think he's learning that this is not Norman, Oklahoma, right? At one way or another. And I think that this notion he's going to go to the NFL, I, I mean, I-, I would not hire him if I were an NFL owner, only because he has yet to prove really that he can win on a big stage in college football. Like, yeah, he's won a lot of games, but they haven't. there's not a lot of playoff wins there. I mean, the other part of it is this. Um, you know, look, he's still a very young guy. I think he's in his early 40s. I'd have to check exactly his age. 
but he's a young guy. And I don't I just don't think that Lincoln Riley would walk into an NFL locker room and everybody would be like, oh, you know what? Based on his resume, man, we we really got a great coach. Um, listen, Urban Meyer is just a jerk, but he had a much, much, much greater resume. And it didn't work out for him as it doesn't work out oftentimes for a lot of college coaches who try and make the transition to the NFL. I'm with you, George. If I were an NFL team, he's not even really on my radar right now. I feel like sometimes people fail to differentiate between being an actual really good head coach and a really good recruiter. Because once you get to the NFL, that part doesn't matter. And like Urban Meyer, for example, he was just a great recruiter, right? Well, I mean, listen, maybe maybe Lincoln Riley is a great offensive coordinator. Maybe what's what's a weakness in his game is not having a, a great defensive coordinator. Maybe this coordinator that he has is, is has been uh, his friend for too long, and he's and he's just maybe overly loyal. I mean, being part of being a great head coach is sometimes you got to make tough decisions. He hasn't done that, not with the defense. Oh yeah, foches, foches. Sorry, I just really love Michelle Williams saying that. Me too. Me too. <laughs> All right, so the. National Basketball Association announced today that the All-Star Game is going to go back to its original format this season. The game will be played in Indianapolis at Gainbridge Fieldhouse, um, and it's going to feature an Eastern Conference team and a Western Conference team comprising of 12 players from each conference. So this is different than the two team captains getting to draft their squads, blah, blah, blah. I guess my question, especially for NBA insider George Sedano, is like, is this a big deal? But and like, why did they? Why did they decide to go back to this? Is there anything? Is there any like reasoning? Well, uh, because the picking of the players thing just didn't work out that well anymore. Like it just it was cool the first time. I thought it was really cool. Second time it was less cool, and then it was less cool after that. So I just think that going back to the traditional stuff, I think makes more sense. And by the way, for the first, the reason they went away from that was because the East was so bad for so many years. Now the East is really damn good. I listen. I you didn't ask if it's a big deal or no deal, and I don't know like if it is or not. But I just like it so much more. I did not like what they've been doing over the last few years. I understand that the attempt to create like television drama, who's going to pick who, who's going to say what. I get all that, but as far as like just being a fan and watching the game, I would much rather watch the All Star Game if it's the East versus the West. They also, I'm glad they're going back. Yeah, and they're also going back to the regular format. So everybody loved the first year they did that target score in the fourth quarter. Everybody loved it because it was very exciting. But now I guess with them going back to East versus West, they're just going to go back to the regular old format. And people, I don't know, people, most people seem to be fine with it. But some people are like, oh, that's lame. Well, know. They're, doing, they're doing other things that are different and innovative. I mean, this, this in-season, mid-season tournament that they're doing, I, mean, I was hearing uh, Kevin Harlan promote it last night during the game broadcast. I mean, that, that's different and interesting, and we'll all have strong opinions about it once we see how it all goes down. I think the NBA should go um, Team USA versus the world for the All-Star game. Ooh, I like that idea, Funch. There's enough international players, good international players that you guys. Oh, I think that. the problem would be that the international teams would win too much. That there you go, George. That might be very embarrassing for USA basketball. Uh, right, but I think the NBA would love it, but I think USA basketball probably wouldn't be thrilled. Right, that's what I'm getting at. Who cares? We suck. Who sucks? Team USA. Come on, man. Come on, man. Where, where's your hacksaw, Jim Duggan? <laughs> USA, USA. Come on, man. We're not going to suck next year in the Olympics when we send everyone, but, I mean, after that, we, it's probably going to be a slow decline. No, dog. The next, the next generation will take over. 
We yeah, we run basketball. Yeah, dog. In this world, don't you understand me, doggy? Oh yeah, foshes, foshes. Come on, Fungie. Don't hate. Celebrate. All right. So, did you guys see this thing about the big three being investigated? I just came across this. I had a different one. You mean LeBron, AD, and Austin Reeves? No. uh, The Big Three League, which is founded by Ice Cube. Mm. Sub Cube. So they're they're a basketball league that they never set out with the intention to like go head to head with the NBA, but their primary goal was to be able to give like NBA fans like an alternative to watch, you know, when there's nothing going on in the offseason. So it's kind of like the XFL, you know, Mm -hmm. that compared to the NFL. And so I guess now after, you know, the big three is accusing the NBA of preventing them from and like croaching on their territory, saying that they limited them from like recru- recruiting players, coaches, etc. So now they're being investigated. By who? By the Department of Justice. For what? Whoa. For Why? to see if they violated any antitrust laws. Oh, the NBA is. Yes. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying the Big Three was being investigated. No, no, no. The Department of Justice. They're investigating the NBA to see if they broke any laws and attempt to keep the Big Three from, you know, like recruiting players, coaches, etc. Oh, wow. Is this a big deal? Um, I'll say big deal for this reason. You know, Ice Cube, if you've seen any of his videos, this is going back a couple months ago. Boy, he was pissed. Mm-hmm. about this i think that's where this stems from right and he i remember a video he did and he was like i will go on any radio show i will go on any podcast i will go everywhere to talk about this and so he has been saying for a long time that the nba rather than embracing the big three and um i wouldn't say partnering but just just again embracing it he feels like they have intentionally and maliciously shut him down yeah, he said like he he believes that the NBA has like kind of persuaded um, like television networks from doing broadcast deals with them and telling players like no, you can't play there in the off season. So I feel like this is kind of a big deal, and I wonder if anything's going to come from this. Uh, I'm curious to see. I don't know enough of like what's actually happened there, but like I I am curious to see the result. Sure, get him, Q. It is a big deal. Get him, Cube. Come on, Cube. Get him. You know, that's that is that is the man right there. Is the NBA? He ain't holding you down. I feel like they should do. I mean, again, the XFL. I guess that's once again been rebooted and remains to be seen how that's going to work out. But they're kind of like partnering with the NFL in a way to be like, oh, hey, this is kind of going to help either revive some guys' careers or maybe showcase some guys that you never would have seen before. I would. The NBA should love the Big Three, and what they should right. do is is they should have all the old guys cuz that's who plays in the in the big 3 mm-hmm. is they should have all the old guys hey guys you still hey Allen Iverson you still want to play we'll put you out there you know um hey Shaq you want to lose 50 pounds and get out there and play we'll put you out there i mean it just could be a lot of fun to have a, the old timers playing 3 on 3 half court basketball and the nba could really market the hell out of it what do you think like do you think it would make a difference in Guys, let's let's say there's somebody like Tristan Thompson, for example. He was signed off the street, so to speak, during uh, last year towards the end of the season for the playoffs by the Lakers. What if he was like keeping in shape, playing in the big three? Like, don't you think that would have made somewhat of a difference? I don't know. Hey, Cap. Hey, Cap, why you got to say that about me losing weight? Cap, I ain't want to do that. I ain't playing no big three. Chuck has lost a lot of weight. He looks great. Has he? I haven't seen him yet. Yeah, he looks like he's lost, I don't know, a good 30, 40 pounds. Mm-hmm. 
You didn't watch the NBA on TNT last night? I watched the game on TNT. I didn't watch any Uh, of the Yeah, Charles was great yesterday, man. He was asking tough questions of Adam Silver. Yep. They also did a a segment at the end of the show after the game where it was like International Food Day or something, Mm -hmm. and they had them all trying like alligator bites and and coyote and stuff. Like It was was interesting. I enjoyed it. I don't want to eat any alligator. Shaq was like, oh, I'm from Florida. I eat that all the time. Mm. I have a lizard that's about one inch long that's living in my car right now. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> well, total, a, way to bury a, the lead, Cap. <laughs> there's a little teeny tiny lizard, and this little mofo is living in my car right now. What? How I, did this happen? I, I'll, I'll save it for uh, I'll save it for <laughs> dealer's choice. I can't believe you waited until now to tell us this. Well, it just happened. I mean, it just came to me right now as I was thinking about eating an alligator. <laughs> Okay. All right. That is Big Deal or No Deal each and every day at approximately 630. Sometimes earlier, sometimes much later. Mm -hmm. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mm-hmm. Cappy, do you want me to call in tomorrow? Absolutely. Since I can't 1, be on the show? 100%. When would you like me to call in? Well, you know, we have a short show tomorrow, George. Uh, we're on the air right. from 4 so to 5.30. Right. Yeah. Then we but go that's the actually great game. for me because it's, you know, I'm on the East Coast, so it'll be later anyway, so earlier the better. Okay. Um, how about if you call into the show tomorrow at 4.40? 4.40, so that's uh, 7.40 my time. Yeah, I kind of figure, you know, we'll go through uh, Super Cross Talk with Mason in Ireland. Mm-hmm. Then we'll have an opening segment to chat with DeMarco mm-hmm. and Lindsay Baseball. Mm-hmm. And then by that time, we hit the next break, and we go, okay, Sedano's joining us now from okay. from South-South Florida. Right. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah. What's all that rustling? Is that the lizard making yeah, it home? Yeah, I was going to say, what is it? No, no, that's me. That's oh, me okay. putting some stuff in a bag. I thought maybe mm-hmm. that was the lizard. No, no so here, here's, huh? here, here's the situation, and, and tell me what you guys think I should do about this. It looks like a lizard. A like, lizard a li- like a little lizard, man. Do you remember that line? <laughs> yeah. Scarface? That's right. Like a lizard, man. <laughs> So uh, last week, I was uh, packing a bag, you know, and I was putting this this bag in my car because I was going to go from South South L.A. to downtown L.A. and I was going to stay at the East Central Hotel. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this little freaking lizard like jumped I like kind of into the bag. Whoop. Like He was kind of running around on the bag and then he was kind of in a pocket of the bag. And I was like, all right, this little lizard's not going to survive. He'll jump out, whatever. So I put the bag in my car, mm-hmm. and I go live my life. Everything's right. fine. Mm-hmm. Everything's yeah. fine, right? And I kind of figured the lizard would, like, die of starvation or something oh my in God. my car, you know? Like, my goodness, Kevin. Heat, I mean, I mean, just like, like a bug. Overheating the lizard? Right. So, so this is, I'm not joking with you guys. This is like last Tuesday. 
okay? Today's Wednesday. I get in my car today, and I see this little lizard running around. And I'm like, yeah. bro, I-, I had just had my car cleaned not long ago. There's yeah. no French fries on the floor. There's no, there's no like, you know, leftover burgers in the back. Like, what is this little lizard eating that for right. a week this guy's been living in my car rent free? And here's the well, thing you know, I'm lizards about. don't need a lot. I was don't need say, a lot yeah. to begin with. Oh, yeah. is that right? Yeah. yeah. Well, Plus, he must have found some crumbs or something. You could charge him rent, Cap. He doesn't need to live rent free. <laughs> That's true. But I, here's my big concern: is he's this little teeny tiny lizard. He can't mm-hmm. do anything to me. Yeah, you know that lizards me. mostly eat like insects and plants, right? Well, there aren't any of those in my car. Nah. How do you not? How do you know? I don't. I guess I don't you have any what? plants. You know, it's a sneaky well, spot. Insects, though. Yeah, like insects. When you when you clean your car, you ever like clean the inside of your car and you got like a couple dead bugs in like the back windshield? Because I feel like that's happened to me before. You think this lizard has found dead bugs? Maybe. Yeah. yeah. All I know is this: it's I sustenance this, for the lizard. I see this little rascal running around my car. Mm-hmm. And I don't even want to touch him. You know what I mean? Because and by the way, he's probably pretty lizard, clean. Bro. He's I know, but he's probably pretty clean. He's living in my car. Yeah. As somebody who's not lived, I've only lived here in LA for six years. Are lizards like? That'd be fine if it was in Florida, but like, are lizards like that? Like little lizards, like native yeah. oh, to the area? Of lizards okay. in I don't see them. I've never seen one. Summer. SGV, man. Let me tell you. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty of lizards. So I'm not afraid of the lizard. I don't want to touch the lizard. And I don't think uh-huh. the lizard can do anything to me, but you here's, what, here's what I'm worried about. When you're driving? Right. I'm going to be driving down the road, minding my own business, listening on, on the ESPN LA app. I'm going to be deeply involved in whatever's going on in the air. And then and the lizard's going to like pop on your shoulder. Right, like jump Peek-a-boo. on my face. You know what I mean? Like land right does, on my cheek. You know? Not doing anything. Yeah, even if he right. does, nothing bad's going to happen, right? right? Unless, unless, I get into a, unless I get into a car accident because I'm so freaked out. But why would uh, I be freaked out? He can't do anything. Right, it's just a lizard, dude. I don't want that lizard on my face I mean, or on my neck. It's probably cleaner than other stuff you've had. So Cap, yeah. we should name That's it. true. We That's should name true. the lizard. But I mean, have you ever walked through a Larry. spider web? Larry the lizard. Larry. Not bad. <laughs> Not bad. Uh, can you, you take a picture of Larry and post him on Instagram? I'm going to try and find him. It's funny. Aww. But you know, you walk through a spider web, you spend the next you know, two years I'm walking your life, through a spider web. You're, you're trying to get that thing out of your mouth and you're getting Ew. it off your arms and everything. And then everything you do, you're like, yeah. oh my God, there's a spider on me. That's me. I think there's going to uh, be a lizard on me. I wonder what Morales is going to think when he has to like... Driving a car, car with you, yeah. yeah. I feel like oh, he's going to be Wait. very disturbed by this. He's going to be looking for Larry. Yeah. Has Rachel been in your car since this situation? She has, and I have not told her about mm. it. Uh-oh. She's going to find that lizard. tell her about Larry. Larry. Oh, good God. <laughs> it's <laughs> over. You're Larry's so getting right. cooked. Like, like, what if Larry jumps on Rachel? Oh, she's going to kill you. What would she do? What do you think well, she would do? Well, it'll 100% be my fault. Yeah. You know, you have a lizard living in your car, and you didn't tell me Cochino. about it? Cochino. Rent-free. You're not even charging him. Right. You're nasty. And I've also got this terrible rattle in the backseat of my car that's so annoying, <laughs> I can't even drive anymore. Cappy, at least you didn't. I was telling Lindsay that my car had a bunch of issues, so I took it once to the dealership, and they gave me a rental. And I was like, what stinks when I turned on the AC? I was like, something stinks in this car. Mm-hmm. And one of the security guards that doesn't work here anymore was like, I think you have like something under your hood. I was like, oh, okay, whatever. But it stunk, so I took it to the dealership, and they opened it. It was two dead rats. It was so gross. I would never drive a car again if that happened to me. I was like, what the bleep? (laughs) I would would never drive again. The the mechanics didn't want to grab the, because, you know, they didn't want to take them out. And the guy's like, this is our car. You guys, I'm like, how did you give me a rental like this? It was disgusting. I'm getting the heebie-jeebies just thinking about it. so gross, man. So at least you don't have that. Yes, at least you don't have that. Hopefully Larry doesn't die and stink up your car, and then you can't find him and get rid of the smell. 
You know what I was thinking? Mm. I was thinking I would take like some French fries or something and put them on the back floor. They don't, they don't eat French fries. Get some well, bugs. You know, bring, bring Larry to me. Get some ants or yeah, something. Get some yeah. bugs. No, then you have an ant problem in your car. No, 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 no. You should Google it or YouTube it. I don't know, man. How that to trap lizard. a lizard. Yeah. I've had a lot of animals to deal with recently. You know, I remember a couple, I guess it was probably about a year ago, I had to deal with that skunk. You know, I was peeing all over my front yard to try and keep the skunk away. <laughs> I do remember, I remember that. that. I do remember that. You were peeing all over your front yard. It was funny. Yeah, was like, that, that, that skunk's going to smell this pee and not want to be anywhere around. How'd that work Big out? animal like me is going to get him. How do you get into these things, Cap? Because Sedano's never, besides the mole situation, that's all he Oh, had. those moles. <laughs> I hate those moles. <laughs> those gophers, man. I really... God, I got to get rid of those gophers. They have destroyed my yard again. Oh, now, yeah. front and back now. Ooh. Every time I, I get rid of them, then they come back a few months later because it's a neighborhood problem. Anyway, we can get to it some other time. You guys have fun at Yamava. Great job, Cappy, Lindsay, Laura, and Funchy. We'll talk to you manana.